1: We Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC, can't test me. We got the girls inside the party. Let's get down crazy Jimmy. We got myself to as I'll be the one and only to take you Always on the close of Jimmy. Babe, I'm your one to wanna be.
2: Jimmy Star who's celebrity will take you out. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times and music passion ugh, fashion pop culture and entertainment. What's up everybody? Happy New Year. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town coast, Mr. Ron Russell.
3: Ron.
4: You gonna
2: talk? No. Why not? Because Ron. I
3: don't like you anymore. <laughs> because you're uh, very nasty. Here <sighs> here we go. Go. Before we go on the air, you gotta see how he down-talks to me. Then the, the camera's on, he becomes little good boy. That's not get true. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're so full of shit, you make me vomit. I really mean I'm getting divorcing you as soon as I can. As soon as I get off the air, I'm sending the lawyer a letter. Okay. Um, cruelty, mental cruelty. Don't talk what to about me. all the stuff. You that don't you're talk me, to me like I'm an eighteen year old. I've been in this business fifty seven years. I could teach you backwards, upside down, and inside out. I'm on this for show for nothing. You're lucky I'm here. I okay, could, well, I let's could be someplace else making money, you know. Let's 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 keep going. No. I made you famous. What's up, Chad? We got the man behind the boards.
4: Yo, Jim is Chad star. Murphy. I'd like to thank my lucky stars that Ron Russell is on the show today.
2: There you go. Sure.
4: And I like the stars behind you.
2: What about finding our guests? Uh, one of them said they just sent you a request.
4: Oh, I see it too. Stand by. There we go. That that gets us
2: going. What's up? We got a chat room full of people. Hey, D from D's in there. Iris from Germany. So nice to see you back. Goddess is in the chat room. Uh Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show. Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room. Let's see. Illy Roos from Estonia. I don't know. There's a lot of people. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope everybody had a great new year. And uh, are you going to talk now?
3: I'm talking to Eileen. I'm going to England to live with Sam Eileen. (laughs) I'm getting rid of this beauty because he's a pain in my ass. He's a real number. This one's mentally ill. I don't know what the fuck he's doing on this television show. He should be in a nut house entertaining crazy people. They would understand him. him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. That's how I start the new year. He down talks to me like I'm in the business 57 years. I have been on stage and film on TV. I've done every fucking thing you can do in this business. And he has to down talk me before we go on the air. She says yes. In a nasty way. In a nasty way. I don't take that shit from anybody. Maybe if you were paying me 500,000 a year to be on this crappy, stupid, backward, ignorant show, I would take it. But for free, kiss my ass. That's all I have to say today, folks. That's it for me.
2: Uh, well, now everybody's saying they're happy to see us, and they're saying that they want to do. They didn't have champagne for Chad, so I guess they're going to have to have champagne for our divorce.
3: <laughs> Good. <laughs> Eileen, call Sam. Tell him I'm coming. Uh, Eileen says to, for
2: me to behave and say sorry. I really didn't do anything wrong, but no, I'm sorry.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> Listen to me. I don't get angry much. Okay. But when I'm down talk and the way his face gets like an arrogant attitude and he talks. You had to see what he said to me about a guest. I'm not allowed to do this. Don't do that. He's a client. I you have to. You went on and on and on like I'm a fucking moron. I'm nice. To anyway, every, I'm, I'm nice to every single guest we've ever had. They love me. How did you think you got? You're Eileen saying it's Shapiro? getting hot in here. You got you got Eileen Shapiro because she fell in love with me. Not you. She contacted me to be my friend and then became your friend. Okay, Eileen, am I telling the truth?
2: She says she's going to call Sam now.
3: (laughs) I mean, my guests, the guests on this show love me. You don't have to worry about I'm going to offend a guest.
2: I'm not worried about you're going to offend the guest.
3: Fuck them if they get offended. They don't have to come back. (laughs) You know, what's his name? The one that the big famous one from Long Island. I don't know. The guy with the kinky hair, the ugly one. The comic, the the one that insults everybody, from Long Island, the the famous one that got fifty million dollars for a private show, the one that used to come to Sal's restaurant, came into the 30- oh Howard Stern, Howard Stern insults everybody. Look where he got. And that's look how true. rich and famous he is. And look at me, how poor and horrible I am. Because I'm nice to everybody. I should be like not ha- nice to everybody. I'm going to be like Howard Stern. The next girl that comes on, I'm going to say, show us your tits. Yeah, right. Because that made Howard Stern a multi-gazillion.
2: Nowadays, so that will get him taken off the air.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. But that's <laughs> how he, he got changed. famous. Every woman, even Fran Drescher, he said she had a dildo. And he said, show me how you blow a dildo. I mean, you don't talk to Fran Drescher that way. I didn't. He did. She was upset. Because she talked about she had a party at her house where all the women got dildos and somebody was teaching them how to give head. I mean, has this world gone mad? Are we all demented or what? I mean, really and truly, I can't. Thank God I'm 150 years old. I won't be here that much longer. And I can go to the next world that I hope is better than this one. Oh, you belt. That's funny. Anyway, that's my rant.
2: Yes, we did. Uh, oh, I think I- Icky Bin, I think, is uh, is goddess. And she said, we want dirt, and did you sell your house?
3: We sold our house. It's in final... And then you'll start
2: smiling when you talk about selling
3: your house. I will, <laughs> I will smile because I'm getting rid of this little fat boy, and I'm going to live with my dog, Brandy, in a con- one-bedroom condo, and I'm going to sell the house we bought in Palm Springs. There we go, because I'm done with this number. They it's-
2: told me to give you a kiss. Go
3: fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> kiss,
2: kiss, 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 your, kiss your dick. You Chad, did you have it. a happy new year? Oh, he says, somebody says 99% of people are Ron. I don't know what that means, actually. I don't know either, but...
4: Um,
3: and we had everybody a, says, had, hi, goddess. We had a fabulous New Year's. We sat in bed and ate Chinese food and watched some fucking ugly movie. It was a bore.
4: Ron's in a good mood today.
2: We watched Borat. No, Bruno. Bruno for the 15th oh, that, time. That's we watched terrible. Bruno after New Year's, though, after New Year's. We didn't a, do anything. It was so we watched-
3: exciting. I almost fainted from the excitement. I was like overtaken by the joy of the New Year. I could give a shit less. About 18, I've seen so many New Year's come in and out, and they're all crap. <laughs> they say, eat, great, eat champagne. Here. Every New Year's, I had filet mignon, champagne, and asparagus, and chocolate mousse, because you're supposed to eat a very expensive meal, so you make money all year. I lost money those years. This huh. year I had pizza. Or what do we eat? Pizza Chinese for some no, shit. No, we had pizza. We had pizza. Better yet. Crappy uh, pizza. We had, no, we had California. California kitchen pizza. two ninety nine. You put it in the oven. eight ninety nine. dollars 99 Excuse <laughs> It went up.
4: $2.99. And, I want some of that.
3: And that's, uh, that that's, now watch. We'll make a zillion dollars because we ate shit for New Year's. But anyway, <laughs> who cares about New Year's? All those morons in Times Square in that sub-zero weather. Now, somebody made a very interesting point on my Facebook. They said there were a million two hundred thousand people there. Where do they pee? I mean, everybody just can't have, you know, some people if it was me, I'd be peeing on people because I pee every twenty minutes. So I mean, where do people pee? Not do the other. The other you gotta sit on a sewer. And and you know, sit down. I mean, really but maybe they pee down a sewer.
4: Maybe it's people. frozen. Maybe they're all frozen.
3: But think about it. It was minus something degrees. I mean, there are people there since 8 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Morons, idiots, demented freaks were there since 8 o'clock in the morning to see Mariah Carey, who cannot sing. What? Without,
2: <laughs> She's back? Yeah, she, 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 she performed again.
3: And she stinks. She, she needs all that equipment. If she doesn't go through 3,000 filters and and note droppers, you know, the, when you drop a note, the machine automatically makes the note correct. She doesn't sound good. She just doesn't sound good live. And that's the second year she came back to make an ass of herself. It was she, better than the first and time. And she wore a see-through evening gown with some kind of a feathered coat. I mean, come on. You should have been dressed like an Eskimo. I
4: just got word from Dean that once you enter Times Square, you can't go out. Or if you do, you can't get back in.
3: You can't move either right. if you're close So where do they pee, they pee on each they other? They don't. Bodies. They hold it. No, I think you pee in somebody's. They actually pocket. said a lot
2: of people wore diapers, is what it says. Are you oh, serious? Lord. Oh yeah, please! Yeah, God has said like a lot of people wear diapers because there's no place to go to the bathroom. Oh please! This is
3: the most <laughs> insane thing I've ever heard. And the diapers froze, so you had frozen urine all around your nuts and your pussy. Get the hell out of here, you morons! You go in the fucking freezing weather to see those idiots. On
2: Eileen the stage. says Sam is happy to have you. <laughs>
3: Sam, Sam, make room for me, honey. I'm coming. Dump Eileen. She doesn't have what you want. I do. (laughs) I mean, Sam, I'm on my way. I think
2: that that was goddess who said that. And she was in Ohio a few days ago. She said, and it's very cold and lots of snow. Oh, this weather is disgusting. We're going to have a snowstorm tomorrow. I know. Chad, it's going to be. Is it snowing down there, Chad? Because in South Carolina, it's
4: snowing. Well, Dee showed me some footage this morning that Jacksonville had flurries, and it stuck a little bit to some cars, not really to the ground. Uh, but, yeah, let's say like Pensacola, Jacksonville, that area up there is like really cold. I mean, down here, we got some some wind. It's about 61 and kind of gray out, so it's everywhere.
3: All my Jewish friends in Florida, they're dying. They said, where's my fur, <laughs> darling? I don't have my fur with me. I, I left it, it up north. So they had to have their furs shipped down.
4: I love it. This is like Tennessee weather. Bring and they it. were saying that people were wearing adult diapers.
3: Adult diapers. Depends. You know, they, well, I like
2: Depends or whatever for to adults.
3: To go see Mariah Carey at 3,000 feet away.
2: <laughs> well, also uh, Ryan Seacrest and all those <laughs> other people.
3: For Ryan Seacrest, I would piss myself <laughs> I'd piss on him and he'd love it. <laughs> That freak. But no, no. I mean, really, the world's gotten demented. People are no longer people. In my day, you wouldn't win. I mean, everybody went dressed like Cary Grant to the. First of all, nobody went then in those days. If there were 200 people at Times Square, was a lot. Anyway, the oh, world there was, was hundreds, There was
2: like a thousand. there was like hundreds of thousands of people, right?
3: Not, not when I was a kid. No, I mean, now. It was 1,200,000. 1,200,000 is a lot
2: of people. They went
3: up as far as 47th Street. Now, who the fuck can you see from 47th Street to 42nd Street? Seven blocks. What do they got, binoculars? Five blocks. Five, so five blocks. Mariah Carey, you saw her? You couldn't even hear her. They stood there chanting, I would hate screaming and chanting like they were having a good time.
2: Chad, we went to go see the Rockefeller Christmas tree, and literally, like, we, got, we were like two blocks away, and there were so many people that you were squished, and it took like a half an hour to walk five feet. And like, I can't even imagine. And that's just with probably like 100,000 no, people. Can you it, imagine with we a million could, people?
3: We could not get out of there. It's a good thing I'm a good actor. Because I turned around and I started to scream, I'm claustrophobic, please, somebody <laughs> help me, help me. And I covered my face as though I was ready to faint. Yeah. And people were yelling, get this yeah, man, get this man out of here, quick at the police. Get The police got me and they made a path and they took me out. Really? And he said, are you all right, So I said, I think I'm going to pass out. He said, would you like an ambulance? I said, no, it's okay, I just can't stand crowds. And that's how we got out. All Otherwise, right. I'd still be there.
2: All right. Yeah, it was really bad. It was actually terrible. So
3: sometimes you have to use your Brooklyn, New York, you know younger education tactics
2: goddess (laughs) says uh that she wouldn't uh she was she's with you those are idiots who sit out there uh hey ash ash is in the in this in the uh, chat room now what's up ash how you doing happy new year and then eileen says sam said he can't afford the wardrobe space
3: that's true sam i have about 300 shirts maybe (laughs) 250 shirts and i use them all on this crappy little show that cost me a fortune Because I buy wardrobe. The show doesn't buy me wardrobe. Like, this is a Ralph Lauren polo. It's not cheap. But you got it for Christmas. I know that, but it's not cheap. (laughs) Nothing you own is cheap. You're cheap. Oh, well. I can't stand him. (laughs) Eileen, I'm ready for you, honey. Screw Sammy. He's too far away. Eileen, I'm going to move with you to Fire Island. No, I hate Fire Island. I'm going to move to you. Say hi
2: to Ash. Who's Ash? Somebody in the chat room who's saying hello to you.
3: Hi, Ash. How are you? Ash is that Ash? Ash, Ash.
2: Ash. She was on the show for Christmas.
3: She was on the Christmas show. Oh, oh, Ash. Ash. There you go. I thought he said ass. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of guys named Ash. She
2: says happy New Year. So, anyway, so New Year's we didn't do anything. No, we no actually we packed boxes though.
3: It was a wonderful New Year's. I got, if I had a gun, I would have shot myself. Meanwhile, I. am Eileen boxed.
2: says she's ready. <laughs>
3: <laughs> on Facebook, I uh, this morning I did a song, gray skies are gonna clear up, shoot your, s- no, gray co- oh fuck it, I screwed it, gray <laughs> skies are gonna clear up, Sunday it's gonna snow, gray, co- no, gonna oh I lost it. it. Yeah, I'll give it to you, Hold Yeah, on. give it to me, because it was really cute, see how demented I am, I forgot what I wrote this morning. That was
2: Thursday, I think it said, not Sunday.
3: I don't know. It was really cute. I got a lot of like. I do all this crazy stuff on Facebook. For those of you that don't follow me, follow me, Ron Russell Show on Facebook. You'll be amazed at the things we post. I posted. Can you see it? Uh, no! Can I? No, can I see without glasses? Give me your yeah. fairy, your fairy pink ones. No. I'll oh, I, take those I like off. your little girly fairy. Everybody big, likes my pink. Sissy glasses. girl fairy <laughs> bottom bitch glasses. I wrote. Um, Gray skies are gonna clear up Put on a happy face Snow is coming on Thursday Shoot yourself in the face Spread your blood all over the place Now put on a happy face And then I went, ah, ah, ah With a scream Do a like, you little son of a bitch You can like my thing I'm cursing so much today I liked I it do. already You liked it? No, it didn't it, 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 Did you it, see the blue? It, it was Well, I just done did that, year. Oh, okay He's a liar, too No,
2: I liked all of them I go on to like them all I Any, like the one where you're sitting there sh- sh- pointing me around how to move all the boxes.
3: Right. All my friends love that one. When I said I'm exhausted telling Jimmy what to do, which, meanwhile, I did everything. I packed this entire house, lifted cartons, did everything with a broken arm. It was terrible. I'm living a very rotten life. Everybody feels sorry for me.
2: Yeah. So we got to call our first guest. Chad, you ready? You're talking, oh, to,
4: cha- you're talking about Orlando. I can't get Orlando. I got Hub, but I can't get Orlando.
2: Oh, well, Orlando's supposed to be on now. Uh, oh, you mean you t- didn't find him, you mean? Nope. Oh, he sent you another He sent you another request. I said, yes, we got it.
4: What? Why did you say, yes, we got it? Was it? I said, do you find me? Because he said he,
2: if he sent another contract request and he sent me a thing
4: for it. He's sending it to you or something. He's not sending it to me. I see nothing.
3: How on earth do they ever oh. say this was the number one web show? Who the fuck is stupid (laughs) enough to say that, that this is the number one show? Are they demented or what? That's great. I mean, really, could you imagine what the other shows must be like? Oh, my God, shit for for the birds. This is number one. Every week, we, we can't find guests. These stupid people can't even come in. They don't even know how to Skype. What's wrong? with uh, It you? has nothing to do with that.
2: Like Skype is, does a weird thing. Like I couldn't find him on Skype yesterday, and then it suddenly showed up. how come they always,
3: You can find them all week, but you can't find them the day of the show. Where they you go can't hide. find
2: them all week. You can't always find them. Well, you always rehe- don't you always
3: rehearse? Not to Skype? everybody. So well, now we
4: got Orlando calling in, but of course he's not a contact request. So give me a second, would you?
3: Yep. Oh boy, let's just do a nude review. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might not. That'll make people really click. Off. They said
2: they like it when you're happy. Better. I know. Well, maybe, I follow you on Twitter, uh, Rob and Ron, and you're not following me back. I'll make sure he follows you back, Ash.
3: I don't. I don't do Twitter. Jimmy does my Twitter. <laughs> Blame Jimmy. I hate Twitter. I hate all that bullshit. I mean, except really. for Facebook. You like See, Facebook? I don't even like Facebook because now Facebook is taking away some of the people that I do. They decide who gets my stuff.
4: Jim, I got Orlando. You want me to call him now? You want to take a song break? What do you want to do?
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: let's
4: call. Let's take a song break. Let's
2: play. Uh, Jackie Dupree's I Don't Want You No More. You guys, it just came out, and it's available for everybody. She's going to be coming on the show soon, and we'll play that while we get Orlando hooked up. Here we what go. An
3: apropos- what an apropos song.
5: But
2: So that was Jackie Dupree. The name of the song is I Don't Want You No More. And now Orlando, just Orlando, Orlando, just say uh, say something to make sure everybody can hear you.
6: Hello? Can you hear me?
2: There we go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Orlando Draven. Is it Draven, right? I'm going to do it all over again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and awesome. how do I pronounce Zeistencroy? Is that how you pronounce it? Zeistencroy?
6: Zeistencroys. Yeah. Zeistencroy. Like an X. Ex-
2: Oh, at the end, you you hear the end. Okay, Zeist and (laughs) Kroix. Exactly.
3: There you go. (laughs) All right, everybody. Now we
2: want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Orlando Draven from Zeist and (laughs) Kroix. Hey, how you doing, (laughs) buddy? How you doing?
6: All good, man. How about you?
2: Absolutely fabulous. Let me like introduce you to everybody, starting with my cool, outrageous man about co-host, Mister Ron Russell.
3: Pleasure to meet you, (laughs) Mister. Mister South America. of south america i've never been but i love it i want to see sugarloaf and i want to see uh all of the coastline of south america rio de janeiro i want to see copacabana beach all that shit you, you hear about you know fantasize how wonderful it is then you get there and what do you see t-shirts mcdonald's you know it's such a bring down <laughs> i hope South
6: America. <laughs> 19- yeah down there all you see is naked people that's all you see
3: people I'm booking a
6: flight.
3: Naked people, yeah. Nudes. Naked. Food, naked. And yeah, he likes that. I'm so. booking
2: a flight. Hold on. Let me introduce you to everybody else. We got uh, the man behind the boards who's in Florida, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, hey,
4: hey, Welcome to the show. Hey, Chad. How's it going? Good to have you. We have Thank you.
2: Chat room full of people. Literally, we have like every country possible uh, represented in the chat room. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, guys. How's it going? And we have to have a special shout out to Eileen Shapiro, who's in the chat room. Why is she so Aileen going. No,
3: sir. Oh, you know Aileen?
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yeah.
3: Did you know that her tits are not real? <laughs> did you know? No, she's got five-pound sugar bags in each bra cup. Yeah, right. I'm serious. She had, She. I saw her packing them in the kitchen. She took a five-pound bag of sugar and slipped it in one cup, and another five-pound bag of sugar and slipped it in the other cup. It's true.
6: That's how I drink coffee, actually.
3: That's how she, that's how she gives sugar to everybody. So
2: that's how he drinks coffee. Well, I know
3: that she goes in, <laughs> she goes into Starbucks and said, would you like some sugar? She has a hole in the sugar bag and she spends over pours sugar in their drink. She's crazy. You Actually, like I put
6: some it. coffee in my sugar. That's how I do.
3: Coffee in your sugar. Yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So naked men. Hey, goddess. And I
2: Eileen mean, says you wish, Ron.
3: <laughs> wait. Hey, hey, guy, hey, goddess. You want to go to South America with me? Naked men.
6: <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem.
3: It. Goddess is Puerto Rican, so she probably could speak Spanish. Goddess is a. a, a do you speak a Spanish? Of ours in the chat room. Goddess, do you speak Spanish? She, well, I mean, she Port-
2: just. She just said, "Hola, Orlando." See. Hola.
3: But he "Hola."
2: so everybody listen up Orlando's the uh, lead singer for Zeist and Croix. you can follow them on Twitter at Z E I S T E N C R O I X and their website is zeistandcroix.com, which again is Z E I S T E N C R O I X Uh, they got a new EP out right now it's called Gemini it's got five songs on it and basically you guys are like you consider yourself a metal band because like it's kind of like industrial music and metal a little bit of everything kind of mixed together
6: Exactly. Well, I, I don't have like a genre, like a specific genre because, I mean, I mix everything. We have industrial, we have electronica, we have metal, of course, we have rock and roll. We have a little bit, bit of blues and, of course, all over the sun, under the sun. So it's a lot of stuff. So I cannot say it's, I like to say that it's industrial. But you know, when you say it's industrial, some people say, "Ah, oh, no, it's not. It doesn't sound like industrial because we have some heavy songs that, for some, sounds like death metal, and for some, and the other songs that we have, that are really chill or mellow or more, more slower. They don't consider that metal. Right. So it's kind of hard to find like a niche Would around you, there. Could
3: you do me a favor and take off your sunglasses? I want to see what you totally oh, look.
6: Sure. There you go.
3: Oh, with those eyes you have the sunglasses on? Don't get. Do yeah, that. you have cool eyes.
7: No, you have <laughs> blue, new,
3: no, they're really what you call Spanish eyes. Yeah, the, the song, Your Spanish Eyes, and they sing about the beautiful dark black eyes <laughs> of Spanish people. Spanish people have the most wonderful eyelashes and dark eyes. I'm Italian, so I have that also. I had that years ago, faded away with age.
2: Eileen says it's goth industrial <laughs> electronic music, and Goddess says
3: that she does speak Spanish. So let's go, Goddess. Naked men swing on those wings, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're going to go there and swing. So Ooh. we want to
2: give a shout out, too, because I know Zeist and is you and someone else, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I'm going to give it a shot. Santi Revilas. Jazz.:
6: Revillas.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, and did you guys meet each other in America or did you guys meet each other? Uh, no, wherever- we
6: actually met here. We met like uh, like a year ago and it was all good. We, we clicked instantly and we started playing and everything just worked out. So it was good. It was amazing.
2: Oh, listen, in the chat room, they're saying everybody wants to hear what it sounds like before we keep talking to you. So maybe we'll play the
4: video so right. everybody can see it. Chad. Hi, Captain.
2: You have the video for I Need You Tonight? Absolutely. So here's what we want you to do, Orlando. You actually like say who you are, and then you uh, introduce the song. We're gonna play it, and then after we play it, we'll come back and talk some more. Cool. Perfect.
6: So I'm Orlando Draven from Saison and, and this is our video for "I Need You Tonight."
7: Very good.
1: Give everything just for
2: everybody. So that was Seist and Kroix and the name of the song is I Need You Tonight and on the on the show right now we have Orlando Draven and everybody loves it. Orlando, congratulations. Thank you very much. They, thank really you. Good to hear they said sexy. They said sexy video. <laughs> <laughs> so it it kind of like reminds me a little bit um, uh, it's got some like Marilyn Manson-esque type uh you know stuff and and with the cool clothes and everything that's in it and you know i'm from florida and we used to like hang out before marilyn manson was marilyn manson like we would all hang out at the same clubs uh you know growing up before he became famous and uh and so it was like uh, like he was actually kind of like a pretty cool weird you know guy and we would hang out at all the alternative clubs in fort lauderdale which ron ron's daughters used to hang out there too um, but he was a cool guy. But it kind of reminds me a little bit of Marilyn Manson, and I think the sound is really good, and it's a little bit more electronic-y, I think, maybe than Marilyn Manson.
6: Yeah, a little bit more, more towards the industrial side, a little bit.
2: So, so, so oh, and Ron didn't actually hear it because no. like, he didn't see it. But everybody in the chat room was saying awesome stuff, cool video. Uh, and sexy video so those are all good compliments from from the the powers guess, that be that are like listening So you gotta like
3: love it Jimmy and I are going to the movies tonight So I'll have them put it on in the car so I can hear it. I like to hear it big sound anyway I don't like to hear it on these shitty little computers <laughs> Everything sounds, <titty>. sounds <laughs> I agree. Titty. I like to hear boom boom. You know, I want the whole quality and we have both speakers in the car so it's gonna be a, a good sound sounds place
2: so tell us a little bit, like, so who are some of the influences? Like, why did you pick, out of all the music genres that you could have, like, kind of, like, go in, why did you pick, like, industrial, electronic, goth, metal-type music?
6: Well, because, um, I mean, back when, when I was starting to listen to rock, I started to to Queen, and then I moved to Guns N' Roses, and then I discovered Nine Inch Nails, Ministry, a little bit of Marilyn Manson, and the Depeche Mode. And once I discovered the patch mode it was that was it for me. It was the like, patch okay mode is awesome it, yeah, so I said, okay that this is what I wanted to do. this is what I really this this was my real goal to go. and because I listened to metal because I still do, uh, I wanted to make like blend like a mixture between the heavy stuff and stuff like the patch mode like uh, even David Bowie and so on and so forth. And the cure and placebo a little bit so that's what i wanted to go that's how i i wanted to make music like that because it, it really catch me when i listened to him i was like yeah this is this is exactly my scene this is what when I, I like I, yes, when I, oh, yep.
2: when i got out of college um, I was in a fraternity in college and my fraternity little brother uh, dated this girl and he wasn't dating her anymore and then she was dating the guy who was the singer for New Order and like they got us tickets for Depeche Mode and so we went to go see Depeche Mode in concert and got to meet him and it was like, like one of the greatest concerts like ever. Depeche Mode is like yeah, literally like one of the greatest bands like ever and I think... Uh, uh I used to see the ministry like um, they were really good like I actually know all your influences I actually like know who they are cuz the people who are out now I don't really know who they are as much um as I do like the old bands that were popular like in the 80s and early 90s You got like- well
6: because those are the batters I mean those are like the best of the best and that, and I think they didn't die like it happened with some of the of the other genre bands that for some reason they faded away and they never stayed on the top. And if you see any of the of the even the new records that the Mode puts out, those are amazing. The last one is amazing. It's just something incredible. I, I like the you, ballad. Yeah.
2: Like the Mode has the ballad Blasphemous Rumors and I like love that song ever since it like ever came out. It's like the greatest song. <laughs> yeah, it's true. it's true. It's true. We got a bunch of new people that just came into the chat room. Say hi to everybody and say hi to B. Say hi B. Hi guys, how's it going? And then say hi, B. She's in Germany. Okay. <laughs> Her name is B. B. Claudie, So say just uh, say hi, B, because she'll dig it.
6: Hi, B. How's it going?
2: <laughs> we always like to the, to keep everything uh, going back and forth with the people in the chat room because, like, they're the ones who help you know really support the show, and they always love the guests, and they usually go out and buy the music too, so it'll be good for you too. Um, oh yeah. So, so I was like looking like I before you came on because I was like, okay, what are all the cool metal bands? And I made it. I saw this thing. It was the 25 most popular like metal bands. Which eventually, hopefully, you guys will get on one of these lists, uh, being that you're still kind of a new band. Um, but 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 they, they basically said Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Slayer, Metallica, Judas Priest, Motorhead, and Anthrax are like some of the biggest ones. And the reason I wrote them all down is because Iron Maiden, Bruce Dickinson, lived in Fort Lauderdale. He played golf with a bunch of friends of mine and so like I've actually like met Bruce Dickinson and we had Tim Ripper Owens on the show and Tim Ripper uh, Tim Ripper Owens was the one who who replaced Rob Halford in Judas Replace Halper, yeah, and Judas Priest. Rob Halford, yeah, i Judas. And that movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg is basically about about, about that. So, and then uh, I went to an awards show and got to meet Lemmy from Motörhead and I went to a party with Joey Belladonna and he's the singer for Anthrax. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I, I've i met, like, a lot of the people who, like, fit in your genre, and I think they're all really cool, and hopefully you guys are going to get there soon.
6: Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, those guys are all good. They're all amazing. They're amazingly talented. So they're, I mean, they made it, and their music is just out of this world. So it's uh, great, always.
2: And we have a friend who lives in L.A., if you would like her. Her name's Ozzy. And uh, oh, back in the day, they, yeah. her name's Ozzy Aziz, but she's a girl, but she's like a really cool, like, you know, singer, actress, and I guess she does a lot of yoga stuff now, but um, she's a friend of Ron and I's, and, and back when I lived in Florida, I went to the uh, Dance Star USA Awards with her, and we walked down the red carpet with um, Dave Navarro and Carmen Electra, and Dave Navarro was like wearing like the, like like a skirt, you know, and stuff like that, and so we got to go to a party, and he's another one, because Jane's Addiction is big in that category. Uh, in, in the category of like more like industrial, more like Marilyn Manson kind of music?
6: They were They uh, Yeah, they were kind of psychedelic and experimental for a while. I like the not the last album. The album before that, Stray's is really good. It's one of my favorites, believe it or
2: not. You got to like Love It All. So you want to ask any personal things? Because you like to do that.
3: Well, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> now. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about Doris Day, I'll get in the conversation.
2: Actually, does he, I see if he knows, do you know, because you're not even from
3: America. Have you ever heard of Doris Day? No. Have you heard no, of Barbara, I haven't. Barbara Streisand?
6: Oh, yeah, definitely. Of
3: course. Oh, well, <laughs> if you were talking about Barbara Streisand, I could get in the conversation. <laughs> But uh, are <laughs> talking about what was that one group called Amtrax? Like the Anthrax. Disease, like the germ, the disease that kills people. Yeah. <laughs> and they named their group Amtrax? Anthrax. Well, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like naming yourself, you know, S- That was actually way before that though.
2: They were Anthrax like in the 80s, yeah, you that's know. Like so calling it's like a yourself long time ago. Like,
3: you know, pancreatic cancer, nobody knew
2: <laughs> 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 Nobody knew what it was. So how did you come up with Zeistencroy? Well, German.
6: because I was to have something I wanted to have something that nobody has it, and that it could serve me. Because we're in the technology age, we're on on the internet era. So I wanted to have something that whenever you put our name in Google or somewhere else or whatever, YouTube or whatever, the only thing that shows up is just our band, and that's what that that was the principle originally for the name. So I was trying to look for names and stuff and try to make stuff up. And then the best way that I could see it could work, it was put in three languages together. So I tried to combine German with some of the Spanish, Latin root, and then mm. uh, a little bit of Spanish also and French. Yeah. So that's how it came. So it no, doesn't right.
3: actually I, mean I, anything. I, I thought it was the group that got Hitler out of Germany and brought them to South America. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I see, Eisencroy, I think, was the group that, that kept Hitler Safe in South America. You know, Hitler got away with it. He's in, he died in South America. But anyway, he watches oh, yeah, this show.
2: He watches Zeising- this show,
3: Hunting Hitler, or whatever. It's Ze- on Tuesday Ze- night. Zeising Kroy. Zeisten Kroy. That, that, that definitely sounds like Gestapo. <laughs> 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 listen, listen, you're, you're sniffing. You know, blow your nose, get the coke out.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah, no. That's <laughs> right. Man, with that's, the fires and everything, everyone's sick here in LA. Believe me, that's I like a. Like they're an sick.
3: epidemic, they're sick here also, mentally and physically. <laughs> they're very sick. No, but he stuff. said because of the fires. Oh, the smoke! Yeah, it's yeah. horrible.
6: The, the ashes in the in the air in the air is horrible. Air, it's affecting everyone.
3: The air quality. I know that. Go to Palm Springs. Well, we the have air that quality is beautiful. We won't have that problem. Yes, the, it has come to the new. It has come to the New York area because you know the planet travels west, and the smoke has come. And uh, my daughter was very ill with the sinus attack. I had one. A lot of people, because the air quality really. What was about the
2: What about in Palm Springs? Are we going to have that in Palm Springs?
3: Nothing bad is in Palm Springs.
2: Okay.
6: Good job. South of Palm Springs, you have always the valley, and in the valley there is always fires, always, like every year.
3: Have fires in Palm Springs because there's no bushes. <laughs> it's all desert. <laughs> it's
2: all desert. You can't
3: burn that. the desert, and if you did, it would be all glass. So, because you know, sand becomes glass if you burn it. Did you know that? Jill? No, I didn't know that. You really didn't? I know don't know it? anything about and, the and desert. I've been there. Th- and you went a to college and you didn't know that glass is made out of sand? No, I didn't. See that? I, I quit school at 16 and I know that. Oh, well, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> See? I
2: graduated sixth in my class.
3: And I got kicked out at 16.
2: <laughs> <laughs> telling, Eileen says you're very funny today.
3: For telling a teacher off, the bitch. I'm an artist. I can paint and draw like nobody's business. My father was a scene designer and painter for the theater in New York, so I know what I'm doing, and this twat failed me because I didn't do cubism, and I told her, I'm not able to do cubism because I have a free hand, and I have to swirl and fly with my hand. You want me to do a ruler and lines? I don't do that. That's not what I call art, so… My father said the same thing. My father said, we're Italian and we're artists and you're a fabulous painter. What's this bitch doing? She doesn't know her ass from her elbow, but of course you have to learn cubism. Anyway, we had a big fight and I told her to go fuck herself. And she went and right away told the head of the school and they said, you can't use that language. I said, what language? They said, the language. I said, you mean fuck you or go fuck yourself? I said, listen. I said, that's the language that I love and I live by. If you don't like it too fucking bad. And they say, well, you say that one more time, we're throwing you out. I said, fuck you, throw me out. And they threw me out. (laughs) (laughs) So, So what did I do? I went to hairdressing school. And I became New York's third best hairdresser. I worked in Sutton Place, did movie stars. Famous people, I was making like $180 for three days when my friends were college graduates were making 50 This is back in 1958 and 59.
2: He's a little older than he looks, just yeah. so you know, Orlando. I'm, se-
3: I'm 77.
2: Yeah, it doesn't look that old, for real. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, I, I'm not allowed to say the name of the skincare I use because Drew King had a shit fit because I called it Stuff. And he became, I don't know, he became the spokesman for the product I use, but it's my very dear friend, Denae King's product. And they yelled at me. Denae didn't yell at me, but that stupid husband of his, did, Drew, and said a lot of nasty things about me. So now I don't mention the name of the product anymore, but it's a good product. And those of you who know what it is, use it. <laughs> but I will never mention the name of the product. No, you know, you do it for free. I don't get paid for those plugs. I did it because I used the product and I believed in it. And then to be told off that I, I insulted the product by calling it stuff. The fuck do I know what it is? It's some shit cream in a jar that works. What am I, <laughs> a, a scientist? Like, I know what it is. I don't know what it's called. To the date, I don't know what it's called. I call it nice shit I put on my face that makes my face good. So and your you face go. looks fabulous well thanks to and that
2: your face looks fabulous but you're young
3: yeah you're. A kid. <laughs> wait, wait till you're 77 and you start banging on those guitars and your ears fall out because i can't listen to that music i have to put plugs in when jimmy and i go to all these events that we go to and the music is really great when i was 30 years old i would have loved it now it sounds like bad news like noise so i put rubber plugs in my ears am i going to do that for your yeah, music
6: yeah even even in rehearsal some people use earplugs so they try to keep the earring for all, the longest they can. Why why, they why,
3: why must the music be so loud, loud to the point of distortion? Is that
6: sometimes it all depends. It all depends on the music and it all depends. Cause it, it, there's like a, it's like a sonic phenomenon that only happens when you have higher ball volumes and oh. then it happens oh. with some products that, that we use that if you don't have it at a certain level it doesn't sound as good as but
3: distortion
6: as you, distortion really, yeah, distortion and so, and so.
3: distortion doesn't sound good when the vibe no no
6: when, not the level of distortion where do you have an instrument that should and sound distorted but at least for the guitar if you use several heads that they they're just specific for that and they if you don't have a like even more than half you're not going to sound good it's just how it is it's just a sonic phenomena that it's that you need to. But be loud. you
3: also know that people that listen to that music will lose their high frequency. Yeah, in a, you, in you a you couple know. of years, you will be deaf at high. You will not hear high frequency anymore. You'll only hear bass. So when I hear these kids in the cars with the boom boxes, and they have it blasting, that you know, if they're playing in L.A., you can hear it in Brooklyn. It's too loud, and they're hurting their ears. And I wish that you guys would. Do something and say, "Hey, listen! Put earplugs in. You're hurting your ears when you're listening to our music." I don't know. And now,
6: a when you have like, like the box that what they used to to do. They they play uh, really low frequencies with the bass and everything because they yeah. wanted to have like a pulse uh, frequency and it's like a long frequency and that destroys your earring. If you have even if you're listening to in your car to music and you have your windows up. And you're just compressing all the sound in just like a small space. Then you're destroying your hearing.
3: Right. Like really I wish people. I wish everybody out there would tell their younger children or brothers or sisters or whoever that they shouldn't do that. If you're going to blast music, open your windows or put the top down on your car. I have a convertible, so I blast music, but I, my music is like waltzes, you know. You know area <laughs> <laughs> he listens to Johnny Mathis. Just as a, have put,
2: put you ever you heard of sleep. Johnny Mathis?
6: I think so, yeah. The the name yeah. sounds familiar. Okay.
2: You have to look it up. It won't be the music that you would like usually listen to, but Johnny Mathis and Frank Sinatra are the two biggest-selling musicians oh, yeah, Frank of Frank all Sinatra, time. I know Frank. And he's Frank like Frank Sinatra, Sinatra, but he sings better. But So, okay, let's talk a little bit about your EP. Uh, first of all, it's a, it's called Gemini. It's available on all the digital download sites, right?
6: Yeah. And everyone,
2: yeah. So you can get it on all the digital download sites, you guys. How, tell me, how did you get to work with uh, Tim Palmer and... Uh, Bill Matoyer. Bill.
6: Well, I started working with Bill because he's here in L.A. So I contacted him, and then he, what he said is, I need to listen to something first before I can commit in doing something with you or anyone, because he has, like, a really high standards. And he listened to the music, and then he said, yeah, I think I could help you, so let's start working together. And then I went to his studio, and we started to work for, like, I don't know, several months and then we started to work the heavy songs and so on and so forth. And then I had a, a, a song, which is I Need You Tonight.
2: The one that we I just played, everybody. Have. That's the one we played.
6: <laughs> That's, and, and I thought it was something special about that song because I really liked that song. So I was saying, okay, I wrote this song. I know it doesn't fit with, the, with what we're doing right now because we were doing all the heavy songs and we were doing really heavy songs. And I was like, but I really like it, what do you think? And then he said, you know what, this song is good, but it doesn't fit with this bunch of songs that we have, the, the batch that we were working at the time. So I was, okay, how can we work that out? And then he said, you know what, you shouldn't include it on this record, because it doesn't fit. But then I started to think, because I, I really didn't want to close myself in a box. Right. Where you're able to do this genre, or you're only able to do metal, or only be able to do heavy songs or slow songs. I wanted to showcase all that I do. With so no hold on, comp-
2: too. Let me tell everybody, too, though. You guys, just so you know, so Bill Matoyer, he's the producer. He's worked with Slayer, Wasp, and Six Feet Under. And then Tim Palmer's in the UK. So how did you meet him? Actually, he's not
6: in the UK. He's in Texas right now.
2: Ah, okay. That so, helps.
6: He has his studio in Texas. And then I I contacted him because I wanted to have like a because you know Bill is really great in heavy stuff so I wanted to have the same level of of producer into the stuff that are not probably so heavy disordered even even he's really good he, he would be able to do that amazingly but I wanted to have somebody that knows a little bit more or can bring something different to the mix you know and and Tim Which was like perfect person to do that so, so, Tim, I to-
2: so let me just tell him that too, you guys so Tim Palmer is a producer you guys uh, the reason I, I find this so impressive is because you're like a, a new band, you know, and you're working with these big people. Tim pr- Tim Palmer, you guy, he's produced you two, Robert Plant, Ozzy Osbourne, Pearl Jam, Tin Machine, which is David Bowie, um, and him, which I haven't heard anything new from him in a long time. When I when I read that, I was like, oh my god, I used to love him. Uh, him is the name of a band too, just so you know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm still with Antrax. Name okay, but, Antrax. but anyway, I'm still with the Antrax. So, so the fact that you you've got this EP, it's called Gemini. You got to work with these really big producers. Um, the reviews and everything on the album. When you Google Zeist and Kroix, so, uh, on I, I always want to make sure I got that X in there. When you Google it, like all the reviews, everybody I have I didn't read anything negative at all about it. Yeah, um, anywhere I okay, saw great. it. So everybody's like loving it. And did, did
3: you know you look like Ricky Ricardo with lipstick?
2: Ricky Ricardo. <laughs>
3: You know who Ricky Ricardo? Oh,
6: that's good. Oh yeah, definitely. I love Des- Lucy.
3: Jesse R. Jesse, you look like Jesse Arnaz. You do. <laughs> you, you, I, you remind me of Jesse. You look like him, you, and he was very and handsome. He's... So that's a compliment to you. Now you're <laughs> now you're you're, you're androgynous. Uh, are you androgynous? Androgynous. Or? Androgynous, or are you just gay with lipstick? Or is he straight with, no, lips? I actually, straight well, with lipstick? No, actually. Well,
6: actually, I I like to say that I'm me. I'm trying to be me because like i said i don't want to be i mean
3: uh that's okay because
6: uh, i mean I, I like everything i, I like wear makeup i like wearing lipstick i like doing what i feel like doing at the time that i'm doing something so that's why i, I don't like i said i don't i don't like to close myself in a box i don't like to have like uh because people always have like a prejudice or or something that a person should look this way or should be this way or should walk this way or should talk this way. I
3: that's don't like that. I like to be- yeah, but you know, when you meet people like that, you have to go up to them and very politely say, fuck you. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's, that's usually what I do. That, actually, that's, that's what, I'm, what I'm trying to... Not that's communicate. What I, that's but what
3: it's- I do. I do. Exactly. exactly because the they're talking what about... Jimmy and I are married... We're married five years. We're gay. We're the first gay couple to have this kind of a show that they haven't killed us yet. And, uh, you know, we don't give a shit. We say it like it is. We do what we want. Do you like it? Well, you don't like it. There are people that find me to be vulgar, offensive, and disgusting, and they don't watch. Fuck them. But there are tons of people that love us. So, you know, there's yin and yang. There's fifty fifty don't. Actually,
2: in the okay, chat so, room, they're saying... What
3: it
6: is. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. When I was growing up in my country, you know, there is, like, this conception that you have to, like I said, be a certain way. And if you're a macho, guy or Macho, man,
3: macho,
6: macho. Not even macho. It's, like, because it, it was not always that macho thing. But it was always that if you do what I do, I was considered not only gay, but as a satanic, you know. I was considered a, a guy that was making right. sorcery or, or black dark, art or dark, dark. like that. Now and you- and I, I don't know, killing cats and and eating chicken uh, <laughs> out of uh, you know all this crazy. Um, I mean, did, did you ever
3: uh, wa- Did you ever walk so- on your? Did you ever walk on your beach in a thong?
6: <laughs> Not in a beach, but in my house, yes.
3: No. <laughs> on the beach in a thong i want because i want to wear a thong when i come to south america on the beach
6: it's actually to- actually in the beaches the the men and that's normal that's even for for every single man you wear speedos
3: yeah speedos. I, I, I like speedos men, men my age look like shit in boxes you look like an old man in underwear i wear speedos and people look at me like i'm a, I'm a jerk but i modeled bathing suits a couple of months ago and I had underwear un- underwear and I had a very brief one on that looked like speedos and it went out like wildfire everybody was critiquing my crotch and I got very embarrassed you know so and but it- I,
6: don't know, I mean that's natural that's uh, I mean like I said uh, down there the men wear speedos and women used to wear thongs all the time in the beach and that's like a cultural thing so every time that I go to the beach here or anywhere here in the united states they they see that like a sin or something like that like oh that's forbidden that's something that you shouldn't do ever and like well why it's, there's there's not a lot of reading that you cannot i mean be free
3: no, and That's, I say if you've seen one dick, you've seen them all. And if you've seen one pair of tits, you've seen them all. Some are bigger, some are smaller. Some go up, some go down. I mean, what's the big deal? If you go to Florida, there's a beach. What's a gay beach called in Florida where everybody's naked? Homo, humble Beach? I thought Homo Beach. Oh, I beach.
2: forgot what it's called. But <laughs> oh, Homo it's, in beach. South beach. it's in South Beach, but they have a gay beach. There's one in Fort Lauderdale, too, I think.
3: Right. And, and all the, which, you know the funny part is all the guys that have little meat, they wear bathing suits all the guys that are hung like mules they walk around naked and it's so obvious you know and it's funny <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> hold on i want to go back to something real quick because somebody in the chat room talked about how you're somebody who can make your voice do throat singing tell us what that
3: is throat singing
6: well that's uh, that's a technique used in i didn't know this i found out really late here when I came here like two, three years ago, because I, I was able to do that, but I didn't know what what was that. Like ventrals, uh,
2: like
3: ventrals.
2: vocal like, cords to create sound vibrations,
3: like a ventriloquist?
6: No, it's 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 a vibration that you make with your vocal cords, that it sounds like it's an it's it sounds like a robot. It sounds like a, like a, like an alien, something like that.
3: Or does it sound like Eileen when she swallows?
7: She doesn't
3: swallow, remember? <laughs> no, I, swallow. Eileen, Eileen's Jewish, and Jewish girls don't swallow. So, Eileen, I'm sorry about that, honey. Eileen is our dear friend, and we tease her all they the said
2: time. She, she says that Orlando's very nice, and then it says, Ron, you have a big dick. <laughs> <She's terrible. laughs> You got to like, love it
3: that she grabbed. So while
2: you time. do that,
6: and, and then I didn't know how, how was it called or, or if I was the old one or, or like the fewest people that can't do that. And then I found out that, yes, there's just a, it's like a Mongolian tradition for some special people that can or are able to make that frequency with their vocal cords.
3: Mongolian. So, Wait, Mongolian. Did you say?
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's a Mongolian thing.
3: Oh, we have to. Have so to I didn't know
6: home. that because I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm from South America. I have like the way opposite direction from <laughs> Mongolia. <laughs> so I didn't know that I could do that, and then, well, I mean, I, I knew that Maybe I could you're do pot, that. But I didn't you're know what
3: Mongolian. you Mongolian. <laughs> so I, like I was,
6: it. but
2: do yeah, we hear it? Do but we that's hear- what it is. Do we hear it though? Do we hear like what song do we hear, hear that in hear. out of your songs? Hear, hear. Here's what you hear. And Look.
6: actually, you can hear it in "Saturated" in the chorus of "Saturated." Oh. You can hear it on the verses of uh, "Dantes," and you can hear it in "Rage." Actually, okay. three heavy songs.
2: Okay, so you guys, the name of the EP is Gemini and uh it's got five songs on it i need you tonight valley of death saturated dante's and rage
3: and you can hear that sound if you're giving head to 11 inches (laughs) (laughs) and that's what the mongolians do i love it is that what mongolian food is
6: You need to look it up. It's really interesting. I love it. I love I'm going to look it up. I, mean, I think who, it's cool.
3: Whoever here is Mongolian. I mean, years ago, that was a joke word. Mongolian people. We never, But I see restaurants once in a yeah, while. Yeah, now. I mean, listen, I remember years ago, if a Japanese restaurant opened, people were protesting it. They said they're our enemy. And I said, no, the war was over 15 years ago. <laughs> 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 they not our enemy anymore.
2: You got to like love it. So, everybody, this is Orlando Draven. The name of the band is, band is Zeistenkroy. Uh, no, nope. Zeisten Kroix.
3: <laughs> remember Hitler. Just think Hitler and the, and the Gestapo. How they I, got I don't into watch South those shows, America. though, like,
2: so I don't actually remember them. But you guys can follow him on Twitter. It's at Kroix. It's ZeistenKroix.com, Z-E-I-S-T-E-N-C-R-O-I-X.com. The name of the EP is Gemini. If you like metal, industrial, goth, rock, pretty much like, if you like almost all the different uh, genres that's not R&B, hip-hop, or rap, or singer songwriter you're gonna like love it and uh, we want everybody to support the indie indie artists and uh so definitely do that and get the ep gemini and anything else you want to bring up
3: he's a delightful young man please wear those rubber things in your ears so you don't harm yourself okay because (laughs) i really i really feel badly you know i got this because i went with a friend of mine you don't know who he is mr blackwell the ten worst dress list guy We went to a place called Cafe Roma in Beverly Hills, and there was an electric guitarist playing there, and I was right next to the speaker, and he had his guitar all the way up, and the jerk in the sound booth raised it more, and when it came out, it damaged me in my left ear. Oh, I lost lost half the hearing in my left ear. Yeah, oh. so it does, you can go deaf. It's very dangerous to hear those high-pitched things. So please, you know, and I know you do that boing, 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 boing stuff, and that really gets. Me. Mm-hmm. But good <laughs> luck, boing, good boing. luck. I'm sure your music is nice because I heard a little bit at the end, and I liked what I heard. But low, I play it low. You know, <laughs> you gotta like love it. But <laughs> anyway, good luck to you, and hope one day we Thank see you. very much. We come to your show. Oh yeah, we'll see you in L.A. when we get we, out we'll there. We'll come to your show in L.A. But I do have definitely. My re- Rubber plugs. He'll put on exactly your
6: earplugs.
2: Sounds Absolutely. good. Sounds so everybody, this is Orlando Draven from Draven from Zeist and Thank you so much for coming on the show. Happy, everybody, ha- get the ha- EP happy Gemini year, and happy Orlando. new year.
3: Happy new year. All right. Bye bye. Good luck, Orlando. Yay. Ciao, ciao, ciao. What a nice boy. Absolutely. I just hate that music. It's so bad for your ears. They have to do something about it.
2: Well, you don't have to listen to it loud, you
3: know. No, but when you go to clubs, Jimmy, well, they blast yeah, it right nothing out you can the do about that. fucking door. You hear it from across the street before you even get in the club. I mean, I... Put Everybody those,
2: said they really liked the music, though, in the chat room, which we, we have people who... be joined us, and... Sounded good. It's a little bit, I heard. Pat Grant joined us. So, hello, Pat. Lots of people joined us, and uh, let's do a quick uh, commercial break for... All our stations, you guys. You can hear us every Wednesday from 3 to 4.50 p.m. You hear us live on our home station, W4CY.com, W4CY Radio with the fabulously talented Chad Murphy. Thank you. You can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4 HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Caliber Radio in South Carolina. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audioboom, Apple TV, Speaker, and Podbean. And on television, we're on Roku, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube.
3: Now, my question is why? Why are we all over? We should be nowhere. They should have thrown us off the air long ago.
2: No, everybody loves it. Also, we want to say hi to Hannah Clive, who just joined us in the chat room earlier, but I forgot to say hi because we had the guest on. So, hey, Hannah. Hannah, Hannah,
3: Banana, Banana, Hannah. You like Hannah. She was on our Christmas show. You remember Hannah? I know, sure. Good. We used to do that to a girl at school when I was a kid. Her name was Hannah. We'd say, Hannah, Banana, plays the piano. (laughs) Stupid shit, I remember. I guess I'm getting senile going back to my school days. Ah. Hannah, Banana, Hannah, Banana, plays the piano.
2: I'm looking actually to see because now like-
3: you could tell him from Brooklyn, piano. That would never work today. It's piano, not piano. She plays the piano. I still hear people say that, you know. I played the piano. Yeah, you do. Yutz you's you's gotta do it you's
2: gotta do it it's me
3: it's, yeah, i'm telling you i'm <laughs> and, telling you's about it x me
2: and you guys too hannah clive has a new single out called remember to breathe we played it a couple of weeks ago on the show so uh she was indie cool. artist she's I liked, very
3: cool I like, when are my friends coming on who i love who are your friends that beautiful blonde girl married to the big german guy
2: oh we haven't had them back they were on last year sometime I would love we to. We can bring them back. Oh, I think we're going to wait till it. we get to Palm Springs because we're almost booked between now and since we I moving. forgot
3: their names, but they were wonderful.
2: Um, Bridget, Birgitta. Bri- Brigitte. Birgitta. Thorson. Oh, and, I love And her that. husband's name is Sven. And we were watching, Sven. Chad, we were watching uh, yeah, he was on The Rundown with uh, The Rock. Never heard of it. Rundown. Uh, it's a movie yeah. called The Rock, and it's got that kid from the guy, Stifler. It's got the guy who played Stifler in uh, American Pie. Right. And uh, anyway, her husband was in it at the end of it. Her husband was in it, and we saw them, and that's...
3: But they were such nice people. And we had we had
2: um, Nick Knowles on, who was one of her clients a yeah. couple you know, weeks we, ago. We
3: have beautiful guests.
2: You got to, like, love it.
3: You know, some of them are boring, but most of them are not boring.
2: Who's your favorite guest that we've ever had on the show? Do you have a favorite?
3: Me? Mm-hmm. Many favorites. Okay, name one. Lainey Kazan. Okay. who's my dear friend, who, by the way, is is such a mess with that shoplifting thing. I have to talk about it. Uh, Lainey Kazan was caught shoplifting out of Gelson's uh, supermarket in L.A. uh, with $180 worth of food in a cart. She walked out of the store. I want to tell everybody Lainey Kazan tripped over her cat about a year and a half ago and broke her leg in two places. I know I helped her walk in a restaurant when we went to dinner last year. She couldn't even walk. She was on painkillers, probably, uh, what do you call it, With oxycodone?
2: Terrible drug.
3: Terrible drugs, very, very strong painkillers. Then she had an automobile accident, more painkillers. And I'm telling you that, that Laney was stoned out of her bird. She didn't know what she was doing. When she walked out of that store, she must have been in the fog. Because Lainey's worth five. About a half a million. No five, five million. Five, $5 million dollars. Why the fuck would she steal? <laughs> and you know what she stole? A can of, of, of uh, what is it called? That stuff you put, scouring powder, cleaning supplies, a chicken, and something else. Now, Gelson's was really the thief because $180 for a chicken, a can of... <laughs> A can of scouring powder. <laughs> Tell me who should be the thief. But anyway, for everybody out there, if you're a fan of Lady Kazans and you want to support her, I would definitely uh, get to whoever it is—the judge or the or the or Gelsons—and how cheesy of Gelsons to arrest her and make it public. I mean, come on, over that little shit, they could have quietly done it, but they wanted to look they like want, heroes, and you know get, what it was? They get a lot of press. They lied, it was a sting, they said that she's done it before, and we were waiting for her to do it again, bullshit, where's your proof? Anyway, <clears throat> my poor Laney, I love you, Lania if anybody out there gets it back to her, I have to call her and tell her, but I don't want to bring it up yet.
2: And Happy New Year, Morley. Morley's in the chat room. What's hey, Morley?
3: Happy New Year. How's the wife?
2: I think one of my favorite uh, people that we've had on ever is James Faulkner, the guy that we was in We have Game so of many, Jimmy.
3: I couldn't begin to tell you my favorite people. I mean, I'm crazy about the dyke that that married the, air, the, the girl in the airport. Oh,
2: yeah. Don, Don Marie Jones. Don,
3: I love her. We're I absolutely her. love her. And of course, my gorgeous, wonderful, fabulous, flat-chested Eileen Shapiro. She's probably a <laughs>
2: flat-chested one. She's
3: probably—I mean, I—I I don't love her. I adore her. I just really have such heart feelings for her. I mean, I really. She's the nicest human being I've met in many years. Eileen Shapiro is an angel. You
2: know what, too? It's funny, Chad. Like we and, watch- wait a
3: minute, and oh. I met her on our show.
2: Yes, Chad. You know what's funny is that when we watch TV at night. Um, we can be watching stuff, and 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 always there's almost a show that doesn't come on that either Ron doesn't know somebody, or we ha- or I don't know them, or we have had them on the show. One of the three things. And
3: if we watch Turner classic movies, forget it. Stella Stevens was on the other day. Poseidon Adventure. That was a great
2: movie. It was great. You I know, loved
3: it. And I love Stella Stevens. I mean, she's a wonderful human being, and I can't wait to get to California to be in Stella's company again. Probably getting her on the show. Um, there's so many people that I see on TV. I mean, the Betty Davis I knew. I mean, everybody. It's just amazing how many people you meet in this business if you're social. Oh, that
2: was New Year's Eve, wasn't it, or New Year's Day that we watched that? I don't know. Chad, was, have you ever seen the original Poseidon Adventure? Not like the remakes that we would have seen from our generation, but the like original one with,
3: that had of course, with, with Gene Ernest, Hackman, Ernest Borgnine. You know how Hackman. many people were in that? Yeah, one? with Gene Hackman. Yeah.
4: Who was the lady? The big lady?
3: Shelley Winters. Yeah, my Shelley, Shelley Winters. Winters that my, was my dear friend. Yeah, that's I was dear friend. Shelly Winters, I went to see her in the hospice the day she died, oh, yeah. and I held her hand, and she was skinny from her illness, and I said to her, Shelly, you got to get better, and at that time, I had set the record straight, my TV show in LA, I said, you got to get better and come on my show, and she said, honey, as soon as I'm out of here, I'm on your show. Well, we in, the and
4: advent- in the Poseidon Adventure, what? She saved the day by holding her breath and making that swim. <laughs>
3: Yep, and you know what? Shelley Winters was an Olympic swimmer in high school in Brooklyn.
4: Really, in real in real life, she in was, life. Yeah,
3: and she funny. also used to brag about she blew most of the football players. <laughs> oh, and I'm not geez. saying this to be vulgar. She would say this publicly. Oh. We would have lunch at the Silver Spoon in West Hollywood when it was there every Thursday. We'd all get together, a group of us, you know, old exact, old actors and actresses. And Shelley, I asked her, I said, Shelley, who was the best guy you ever balled? Cause you know, she lived with Marilyn Monroe. They were roommates and they were poor. And they'd say, let's go out tonight and get steak and rape. We got to go out with these jerky guys, get them to feed us and then find an excuse to run away. And Marilyn and Shelley would do that. Well, Shelley Winters bald Burt Lancaster. She said he had the biggest wang in the world, but when he banged her, he knocked her head through the wall. He was so rough. She said, but Sean Connery, also who was very hung, was the most gentle, beautiful lover she's ever had. I was good friends with her husband, her ex-husband. Um, what's his name? Uh, he died. the Poor thing. He's a doll, too. Um, Silly Winters, ex-husband? Yeah. Oh, they blew it away. Anyway, the the, the Italian-American actor, good-looking, sweet actor. What a great guy he was. What the hell is his name? I flew from New York to LA with him. We had the best time, five hours of of dishing. Anna Magnani, he worked with, oh my God. He was in Long Hot Summer with Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman.
2: Well, Jerry DeFord, Anthony Franciosa, Vittorio hey, Tony, Gazzma.
3: Tony Franciosa, that's okay. who it was, Tony. Tony. What a wonderful guy and a brilliant actor. So, you know, when you're in my business, 57 years, you meet everybody. I met Joanne Woodward when before she married Paul Newman when they were all down the village. Everybody hung out in the village. Marlon Brando, Wally Cox, they were lovers. Marlon Brando and Wally Cox were lovers for a while.
2: Hannah Clive says she loved Poseidon Adventure. Eileen says she loves you. Something that was way back. a while oh.
3: Well, Carol Lindley, I saw at Shelley's uh, 85th birthday party. And Carol Lindley, I think, had MS or something because she was walking with two of those cane things. All twisted. It was a shame. That beautiful young girl that we remember from Poseidon, I think she had, had MS. Mm-hmm. Also... So I I knew Carol Lindley, I knew Shelley Winters, I knew Stella Stevens, and they were all in the movie. I mean, it's amazing when I go to the films that I know most of the people. I'm not bragging, I'm not name dropping. This is my business. Want to hear names? You don't know my friend Terry, my friend James John, my, my <laughs> sister-in-law Venera, <laughs> my bro- my nephew Billy. I mean, I could mention those names, and nobody thinks I'm name. Did you know
2: Anna Magnani?
3: God, I wish. Are you I would have killed to know. Oh, B. Claudia wrote Anna. Anna Magnani. I'll tell
2: you, you need to write the book about all the stars. Oh, I I will. But
3: if I could have met Anna Magnani, I would have committed suicide to do it. Anna Magnani, oh, my God. He
2: loves that one.
3: Oh, I love Anna Magnani. I love her movies. I love her work. She was the greatest actress. But I did work with Sophia Loren, and I did know Sophia Loren, which is a big Italian favor for me. But, you know, you mingle in the parties. Now, when we go out to Palm Springs, you people are going to know all the people I know because they're going to come on the show and we're thinking of having in-house guests so a lot of the big major stars of yesteryear we just lost ann jeffries who i knew very well she was in the in the topper movies if you remember the 30s ann jeffries was magnificent in her 90s a dear friend of jane russell's and that's how i met ann jeffries was through Jane Russell. you like Shelly Winters too. Oh, Shelly was the best. Oh, what a dirty mouth. She had a dirty mind. She was a sex fiend. She fucked everybody in Hollywood. <laughs> oh no, she would talk about it. She was just one woman that was way ahead of her time. She was not ashamed to talk about it. She loved men and she banged everybody. In fact, at Shelley Winters' 85th birthday party, Jane Russell was my date. And Shelley said to me, why did you bring her? I don't like her. And I said, why don't you like Jane Russell? She said, we had a big fight many years ago in some producer's house. We were sitting on the floor by a fireplace drinking. We were all drunk. And I got a part in the movie with Burt Lancaster. Not Burt Lancaster. With, um, Jesus, my mind is gone. Anyway, with this actor, that Jane Russell wanted that part because Jane was a born-again Christian or a Christian. And the part was of a Christian woman who was murdered by her husband, and she wanted that part badly. And Shelley Winters said something, well, I got it because I'm a better actress. And Jane Russell said, no, you got it because you screw everybody, every producer in Hollywood. And Shelley went, she's got upset. So I said, Shelley, how many years ago was that? She said, well, the movie was in 48, 1948. I said, don't you think by now? So Jane went over and said hi and happy birthday. And Shelly was nice to her. And matter of fact, Stella Stevens was there at the time. And, if you, and, and Terry Moore. So we all had a nice little time at the party and at that table.
2: Eileen says she'll be your ghostwriter. If you want help with the book, she'll help you do it.
3: Well, you know what it is about the book? Um... I don't remember, it comes to me, I can't sit down and remember all of it. It's like something reminds me, you know what I mean? Like Poseidon Adventure reminded me about But I mean, Shelley was a, bu- a buddy, I mean, I went to her house, I had mean, dinner with Shelly, lunch. So Shelley Winters and I were tight. But the rest of them, you know, you meet them once, twice, and that's it. Rock Hudson, who I loved and adored, I met Rock Hudson twice or three times, and he was absolutely... The most gorgeous thing in the world with the most beautiful voice. And I was just fantasizing how we were going to be lovers. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, He liked blondes. He liked uh, very, very butch blonde men. And I was not a blonde. I was black haired. And you weren't really butch. Don't say that, you (laughs) old faggot. I don't wear fairy pink glasses like you.
2: They want signed copies of your books. They said they'll buy in advance. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Chad. Hi, Captain. Does our next guest look like he's online?
4: We could probably round him up.
2: So let's do a um, let's play a song. How about let's play Ricky Rebel? Yay, Ricky, Ricky Rebel. So guys! Ricky Rebel, his album came in the top seventy-five albums of the two thousand seventeen on by Louder and Than War.
3: Buy it because I love it. It's, it's really good,
2: and he's Ricky's got a the best. he's got a single called Time. We really like it a lot. So hope you guys will like it too, yep. Chad. You got that? Let's do it. Great album. All right, everybody. Great album. People get Ricky Rebel Time mm-hmm. off the new Alpha. Make sure. But there you go. All right, everybody. So that was Ricky Rebel. The name of the song is Time. And uh, it's off his album, The New Alpha. And everybody loves it. So we guys hope you guys like it too. And you can follow him on Twitter at Ricky Rebel Rocks. So say hi. Say hi real quick. We're going to do a formal intro. We just want to make sure people can hear you. Talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking Uh to you. Yeah. Hey,
8: hello, everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. It's Hub Reynolds Jr. (laughs) I'm <laughs> uh, having a hard time seeing me. I'm going to light a couple of these pieces of dynamite in here. and We'll get it lit up. We can see you. But, it's just that it's dark. Yeah, uh, I'm in here. If I have to talk louder or light a couple of not torches, not we can get it done. That we, we, can can speak,
2: speak we can hear you. Speak in your normal voice. You, you can speak normal. normal. We can see you. You're yeah, a happy-go-lucky yeah, guy. You can, hear the, you can hear the audio, then. Good. Yeah, we can hear you. and We can see you. It's just a little bit dark, but when you turn certain ways, it's just for some reason you're... Left eye, I have to turn around to see your left yeah. eye. has always like got this big shadow on it until you turn sideways like that.
3: Do you know Little Orphan Annie the cartoon? Absolutely. That's what you look like: two black round That's eyes.
8: That's not good. No. That's not good, Ron. No. I, need, like I need to be looking like Inglebert Humperdinck. <laughs> good man. No, good.
3: your <laughs> eyes look like two <laughs> ra- two round black spaces. You know. Okay, look.
8: this is terrible. So I'm gonna have to pull this out without a, a facial... You you can-
2: no, can- no, no, you're going to pull it out. You're going to pull it out. We're going to keep you just the way Did, you, you are. Do you have
3: a candle or a cigarette lighter? <laughs> that's, funny. <laughs> that's funny.
2: All right. No, we'll, we'll just go with it. We're going to go with what we got. So, everybody, now that we know, we can hear you. Hey, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented country music artist, Mr. Hub Reynolds Jr. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, that's what I'm
8: talking about. been working on a reason to take a break here. <laughs> I shut everybody else down. All the doors are locked. I'm ready. There we okay. go. Taking a break.
2: Let me uh, introduce you to everybody. Starting with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
3: Hi, and I've heard all about you. And Jimmy said that you lived in the box. Now, <laughs> we've uh, uh, a box. Now we
8: have not too bad.
3: Box. Going to hear all about that because I know a lot of men that would love to live in a box, like <laughs> <Anthony> <laughs> Jolie's box. Wow.
8: But yeah,
3: uh, yeah. I. Uh, you're in a cardboard box which is a little <laughs> okay. different.
8: Well, well talk I've to... done my research on you and as long as I can sing the old guys I got it made. <laughs> yeah, you're I right can, do, I can do the uh, eagle birds and the old uh, Perry Como so and Johnny, Johnny Mathis what else,
3: do Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis and you got it made. Yeah. And you yeah. I'll be so nice to you. Okay. Hold on. Yeah.
8: Right. If you're nice to me at the end, we'll see if I have gotta sing some eagle bird or
3: something, I'll do it. Oh, no, sing, <laughs> sing chances are Johnny <laughs> Mathis. And, and I'll go anywhere. Hold on,
2: let's finish our introduction. So let's say hi to the man behind the boards. We got Mr.
4: Chad Murphy. Hub, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Chad. Been working with him for a little bit here. That's right, we okay. go way back.
2: And uh, we got a chat room full of people, literally. We've got Germany, the UK, Belgium, Estonia, the United States, um, Canada. we got people from all over the place tuned in, so say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello,
8: everybody. Hello in the chat room and around the world. Yes, we're making noise today.
2: <laughs> That's right. We've actually got uh, both the uh, Cody Prevost, who's also a country artist. Uh, you probably know him from Twitter and like his fan club. The people who run both of his fan clubs are in the... Uh, are in the That's chat, right. right? I saw he was coming in to watch. I know there's a few, I got a few uh, people in here looking. There you go. Well, we're happy to hear yeah. that. So, everybody, this is Hub Reynolds Jr. First of all, you can follow him on Twitter at Hub Reynolds Jr. That's H U B R E Y N O L D S J R for Jr. Um, so, so, so you have a very interesting
3: story. First of all, Chad, wait a second, where are oh. you from in Texas? No, he's not from, he's from Florida. He's in Florida. You're Florida with that Texas accent. Uh, born in Warehaven. and Winter Haven. Winter Haven that's like and Orlando. You're yeah. a native Floridian, and you sound like a Texan. Jimmy, well, I only I only
8: spent 17 years in Florida, and migrated to uh, uh, Hog Mountain, Georgia. And I, I got I got a little bit of years there, so that's probably where I picked up this uh, accent.
3: You sound like a rough and tough rancho. Jimmy's a native from Floridi Florida and he sounds like a sissy Mary <laughs> yeah,
2: <thanks. laughs> I'm from I, I was actually born in South Florida, so I'm born actually both of us went to high school in Jacksonville. Exactly. Except for that, I am a little older than him and so or am I older than you, right? I'm older. Uh, I'm not saying. Uh, today I'm 25. Uh, yeah, me and Ron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
8: we're a couple a couple years apart.
3: No, I've been twenty-five for fifty years, and I love. Yeah,
8: absolutely. Tomorrow I might feel forty-five, but today I feel twenty-five.
2: You gotta like love it. So, so Chad. Yes, sir. Have you? uh, Because this is Hub Reynolds Jr. and his uncle was Hub Reynolds. Have you? uh, Since you're a big country, Chad. By the way, by the way, Hub. Chad is a big country guy, and they perform all over South Florida as Chad and Heather with his. uh, Fiance, because he just got engaged. Happy engagement, congratulations, Chad. I forgot about that. and uh And so, Chad, have you heard of Hub Reynolds before? When was Hub? When was Hub Reynolds? Your Hub Reynolds like well known. Hub Reynolds uh, started in the early the 60s, 70s, and
8: 80s. And uh, his first single came out in '63, I believe. Money goes to money. And he bumped, up. He bumped heads called? with all the big ones: Johnny and Merle and Waylon and Willie
3: and. Huh. You know,
7: and Tom T. Hall. The, so the problem is, I love singing your fa- that country western.
3: Your father is from my time. Uncle, uncle, uncle. Your uncle is from my time, so he's got to be like my age now.
8: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He would he, be, I think, 75 uh, today.
3: Okay, so his song was called what?
8: He had several songs out there, and uh, some of his biggest hits were uh, Nightlife Cajun Man and he, he did some remakes of uh, Hank Williams songs for the Williams family. And uh, actually, Hell, I'm Just Me, that debut single of mine, got worked in to be released. That was his last Billboard number 1 hit. And that's the story behind the big story is going to Nashville with one of mine. And uh, they wanted to not go over another song that I'd already started one of mine and said, let's do one of your dads. So I did one of my dad's. Okay. And that's oh wait, a he's,
2: your, he's your he's your dad father. and your uncle. I thought he was yeah, your uncle. It, how, it's, how, it's, how a, it's a it's
8: a dad uncle mentor thing. Uh, he was more of a Jeez, father to me, man. and I got used to calling him dad. And um, him. when he passed away, he willed me everything, like I was his son. So, in this business, you got to have a fan base. So I um, went ahead and took his name to uh, grab that fan base and have something different, and uh, and to bring back the country western type sound that I have.
2: I love it. I think that's phenomenal. So Chad won't know who he is because Chad's too young. Chad's too young. like a little baby. But what? does his <laughs>
3: music ever go to, like, um, pop music? Because a lot of those... No, are- no, no, no. Patsy Cline was-, was a country girl, but we used to get her music as uh, regular music. It wasn't ever country. You know, like, country I go out western- walking after midnight. That was a big hit in the country 60s. Country western music. They used to call it country western. I grew up singing it. Right, but we and, didn't, and it went
8: to country music, and now it's got a lot of different things. But, but
3: I, we don't, we, in New way. York, in New York, they never called it country western because in Brooklyn, who knew from country western? They only knew from broad, from Brooklyn. So <laughs> it's true. If you didn't play where Frank Sinatra sang at the at the Paramount Theater, you aren't in. So Patsy Cline yeah. was just considered a vocalist, and she was on the top ten list of your Hit Parade. So was your father, uncle, that kind
8: of singer? Yeah, Absolutely. With the George Jones and the Merle's and the Willys and the Hank Juniors. And I should know. Same same Billboard chart
2: as all of them. I love that. I should know his music. I love the fact that you've taken his name also and that you're doing... Real country music, which everybody's going to hear in a minute, because we're going to play your first single uh, in a little bit. But but I want to talk a little bit. So first of all, because I I read, uh, I, actually I googled you, and st- lots of stuff is starting to come up about you all over the internet. And yes. I think, which is a really good thing, by the way. So congratulations. And so basically, like you can correct me as I go along. I'll just get the start story started. But as a singer, I guess you were you were like singing along to one of your dad slash uncle's songs, and somebody heard it. And thought, oh my God, this kid can sing. And then what happened? Uh, I was uh, following
8: a gold mine and a shaft divorce, me getting the shaft, of course. <laughs>
7: and uh, and
8: uh, I, I was deciding what I was going to do. I retired back in uh, 2006 as a home builder in Atlanta and, and pretty much had to use my brain. I said, what, the, what am I going to do? So I was pursuing the old uh, classic hits of my dad sitting in a, in a car heading to Atlanta to the studio to remix them. And I had plugged in a cassette tape, because that's all I had at that point, because we were remixing his, the master to go to CD to sell and distribute worldwide. So we're riding in the car with a cassette playing, and he turns it off, tells me to keep singing. And I said, uh, we'll keep singing what? He's singing that right there, boy. So I kept singing. He said, why aren't you singing? I said, man, I'm too old, bald, I have no tattoos, no piercings. I don't wear them tight jeans. <laughs> uh, I'm, old, I'm old school. I sing country western." But, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot, I guess, if you think so. So they they, they, they sent me to Nashville, and uh, on a Monday I got up there, and I was going to cut one of mine, Country Girl's smile, and they, they said, let's do one of your dad's. So I cut that one of his on a Monday, and uh, hit National Radio in Nashville on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, two days later, I was planning my uh, PR around the world from one of the big boys, so.
3: That's hey, it's time. never too late. Li- remember one thing. <laughs> show- and, and yeah,
8: and I would have never done this as a single man and a father. I couldn't have left my my, my family and kids and wife and all that. But now that I, I can.
2: Now that you got the shaft, now you can go
8: for yeah, it. Yeah, hey, I like that. I like that. She got uh, to go, man.
2: Yeah, I got the shaft. So I, I took go my ahead. shaft. Hang go ahead. on one sec.
3: Go remember ahead. one thing in show business, you're never too old. Never too old to, to become a star or famous or to make money. You know, it, it show business is the only business that you can be old like me and, and be in the number one hit show. So think about it.
8: <laughs> well, I'm confident uh, uh, the way I've done some things and come, in the, come at it in a different direction in a situation that I was in uh, from the street up and uh, every, this is, this is, I can tell that I'm being carried right now. Um, I'm being carried, and it's a blessing, and it's very exciting. It's a dream come true, and uh, I've written uh, enough songs for the first three albums, and they're all true stories based on this this journey that I've been through and my character and my life and kids, and great country songs. Now I, hear the,
3: I, I hear they want to make a movie about your life. Is that so?
8: Right. There's uh, uh, a, a and e. I worked with... Uh, Johnny Knoxville uh, on a little bit of a music uh, to the evil movie, he, being evil, he got and he got some of the music from me from Hub because Hub did three albums for Evil Knievel, Evil, so we put a little music in that in that movie. But the A and E producer was interested also in the life story that I'm going through, along with another studio in Conyers, Georgia. So,
3: so tell was- tell us a little bit about you. I'm fascinated. What made you wind up living in a box? How did you hit such hard times?
8: Well, uh, following a divorce, uh, I uh, I was pushed to the street in a car, and uh, figured out tried that for about three months. I figured that wasn't going to work, so I you know made a move to a uh, truck, and then a moved to a box trailer, and I prepared to survive for the next six years. Now, so it wasn't a box; it was oh, a box trailer. Like it wasn't <laughs> a ref- it wasn't
3: a refrigerator car. <laughs> yeah,
8: it was. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a motorcycle travel trailer
3: with no windows or anything, it had a door oh. on it. It's oh, okay. You can For fix sure. that. Nice them curtains. Oh, yeah, it was
2: okay. No, there's no windows. <laughs> no, but Ouch. you make
3: believe. Pictures. You put curtains yeah, up. So yeah. Up actually, windows.
8: I wrote a song. I wrote a song about the box. It's called <laughs> AFTO. It's it's a good song. A- Air Force Trailer One. Okay. <laughs>
7: so, now, so now. that what, song will be coming
8: what, out. I, what, what, I got put, some great songs coming from this. Okay. Journey. What
3: what put you together to to, cu- to get out of that situation?
8: Well, to get out of it, uh, I survived every single day off what I could and uh, kept myself busy and chose this music career and worked every day for the past six years, probably 18 to 24 hours a day, hand up, and decided that I had something that I've been told as a gift and uh, it's my destiny and uh, I'm going to keep working to try to get there and, you know, It'll be a dream to stand up there and do it my my uncle, dad, whatever you're going to call him. I've been doing it since I was seven. And uh, to get paid to do something you love to do. And all I want's is an old ranch and a barn and a chicken house. I don't need nothing special. <laughs> and if, I can, if I can help a lot of people with, with what I make and... That's what it's about—love
2: and giving back,
3: yeah, helping absolutely,
2: absolutely, Chad loves that too. So hold on. So you have a song. This is the now. Is, is the hell? I'm just me. Is that the single that you recorded yeah. that day? <laughs> yeah. Let me give you. Uh, yeah, that's that's what they did. They said, well, you got one of your father's dads.
8: What? I said, yeah. Hell, I'm just me. He says, you know it. I said, no. He said, well, go back to the hotel and come back And two hours later. I went back in there. And uh, I went back in there, and I just sang like I was a teenager when I was driving my Trans Am in 79. And I just started singing, it, and uh, it just came out. It was like he was in there with me. It came out, and they waved me out of the music box and said, man, that was magic. I said, I can do better. He said, that was magic. So what it is is a song that he wrote about all the things he did in music motion pictures. He wanted to be everybody. And then he finally threw the towel in and says, you know what? Hell, I'm just me and wrote that song and uh he'd be rolling over right now if he knew where it was but that that's what the song's about it's about being yourself Hell I love his. it. well cu- I like. country
3: western music by the way is coming back big time i mean strong it's selling mm-hmm. a lot there was a lull there for a while where people weren't it. the disco kind of killed country western but now country western is very popular
8: it's
2: coming back and uh, big time,
3: the- big time, yeah. fast. So you'll Absolutely. be on the top of the wave. You'll be on the crest of the wave. And we're gonna good.
2: we're gonna hear what Chad thinks too because he's country. Western. Chad Chad's country western, and he doesn't really. We don't really ask him what he thinks a whole lot of the times when it's not a country person. But lately, we've had some really great country people on, and so we're gonna like we're gonna let him chime in after we play it. But Chad, do you have um, hell. I'm just me available. Ready to roll it. All right, so here's what we want you to do, Hub. Say who you are and just introduce the song to everybody. We're gonna play it and then just hang on. And when it's over, we're gonna talk some more. Okay, okay.
8: All right, guys, get your boots, slide them on. This is a boot tapper it's called "Hell, I'm Just Me" by Hub Reynolds Jr. It is gonna be good. Crank it up, Chad. <laughs>
0: walk and talk like John Wayne and I wanted to write and sing like Hank but I never did care for the pilgrims Lord and I damn near pickle my brain with dreams and I wanted to ride in a chauffeur limousine I did not want no little blood I never chose China, baby, but nowadays I love to kiss and hug. And finally, I want it to be me. Finally, just me. Oh, hell, I'm just me. Well, I wanted the cold eyes of Clint Eastwood. And I wanted the quick draw Jesse James. Nobody ever made my day, Lord And hell, you know, I never did like trains And I wanted to be on the silver screen But I heard nobody cry. Oh, they were laughing, they were drinking. Lord, that's when I realized I lived a lie. Right, I ain't no Jesse James. You know, I tried to be old man, couldn't handle that either. You know, folks, when you walk out of that theater, that fat day on Saturday, you gotta return to being who you are. And as far as I'm concerned, hell I'm just gonna be me. That's all I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna be me.
4: jimbo
2: everybody so that's hell i'm just me by hub reynolds jr and chad i want you to talk first everybody in the chat room loves it
4: well i tell you what if it can get your toe tapping like it got my toe tapping that's a good start um first thing i tried to do is figure out who does he sound like and i couldn't come up with anything all i could pull out of there was some old hank like hank senior um Mixed with a little bit of that cat who plays guitar for Allison Krauss. I can't remember his name. He did the uh, Oh, Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack. Soundtrack, yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Mixed it. Yeah, so that's what I was do. getting there. And I loved the piano in there, the awesome piano. So it was a good sound hub. Um, you got a great sound going on and uh, all, the, all the luck. I give you a thumbs up.
3: Thank you, thank you. We don't hear it, Hub, so it's not like we're sitting here not liking it. Uh, (laughs) We'll play it later in the car on the way to the movies. Now, uh, everybody out there listening, our audience, when we were off camera, I asked Hub exactly what was it that inspired him in six years to get out of a truck, and he said he found the Lord, Jesus Christ. And I know so many people, my best friend Jane Russell, the actress, she was a, a Christian also, and it saved her life from alcoholism. So for a lot of people out there who really are destitute and don't know what to do, suicide is not the answer. And living in the hollow or the swallow, whatever you want to call it, is not the answer. If Jesus is going to drag you up and make you feel good and make you do better things, then by all means believe in Jesus. Nothing wrong with with that. I mean, it's not a sin to to believe in Jesus and it's not a sin not to believe in Jesus.
2: Well actually it is but
3: <laughs> No it's not because if you're Jewish and other religions oh, that's true. they don't believe in Jesus. But let, let Hub tell it a little yeah, bit. So Hub fill us in on like how did you get inspired? How Wrong. did you how did you fight
2: Jesus? How did uh, you did, would you say did I
8: are fighting? What? No, fine, fine, fine. I've, words, been a, I've been a Christian raised corn fed country boy since I was two and a half years old when my mom got me Sandy. And ever since then, i followed and walked the, a narrow path. So it's not that I found him when this began. I had him, and I knew where to go for direction. I right. went to the Bible because I didn't find him. I already had him. I had to learn his path, and that's the path I right. took. And okay. then I followed my heart on the rest of the stuff. Next thing I know, I'm writing songs, and, 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 you know, it's happening.
3: You know who Jane Russell is, don't you, the movie star? Absolutely. Yeah, well, she was my best friend. And Jane said to me, the Lord gives you a path to follow. And sometimes you fall off that path. And when you do, he rubs your nose in it. And that happened with her when she had sex with her football player, husband, uh, Waterfield, and became pregnant and she had an abortion, and the abortion was a mistake and it ruined her, and she was never able to have children she adopted, but she formed WAIF, and Jane said to me, that was the Lord's path, he wanted me to get pregnant, to get ruined, so I couldn't have children, so I could adopt children in Europe and pass the law where European children can come to this country to be adopted, and Jane Russell is responsible for WAIF. So the mm. Lord does work in strange ways. Goodbye. Now, you said you were always a Christian, and Jane said I was, she was always a Christian. She resented it when people said you are a born again Christian. She said, no, darling, I've always been a Christian. I just fell off the path a few times, and drinking was one of them. But she got back on the path. So everybody out there, if you need something to get you going, why not try Jesus?
8: <laughs> it, it's free
3: that's right it's free yeah and, and, it's, it's and free. there's nothing wrong and there's nothing wrong with it
2: absolutely not i love it i i think the whole thing i think you have a very inspirational story i think that yeah. you've been through lots of highs and lows i mean you went from like living in big houses and building big houses and having a family to living in a truck with a, a box a bo- whatever you call it a box trailer you know um uh you had a, a gift in country music that you didn't even know you had, and you came about you know late in life. Later in life, um, everybody loves it, so everybody loves everything that you're doing with the music and thinks it's fabulous. Um, tell us a little bit about like so you have, you've written enough songs for three albums. Like our, uh, how many songs have you got reco- Have you got stuff recorded yet?
8: Besides I, I, how your how many albums? Let's talk, talk. I've got, I've got all of my da- dad stuff, Hub senior stuff whatever uncle, whatever you want to call him, there's a story coming out about that. Uh, And uh, since this journey started, I started writing and have enough now for my first three albums. Uh, And at this point, I'm still, I'm composed. I do my own marketing and it's a lot of intense hours. And I'm at the point of composing, trying to compose the music and get it charted to be ready to go in the studio. But, yes, I'm ready for my first three albums with the songs all written by me, all stories, all great. And I want to release it. I have a thought of releasing it like a novel as the song, as the track comes. It's going to be at that time in my life in this story. So each song you'll see as it progresses in the story. It's just amazing. This is all the document. It's just amazing story that's coming out. Behind the music is bigger than the songs. But, yes, I, I'm... Presently pushing my own uh, marketing and fundraising sponsorship, and that's all it's going to take. Once we get to national radio, I think uh, everybody will be tapping.
2: And I think one thing, you know, it might it might it might come out wrong when I say it, but but I think that. The fact that, you know, like if you're going to be on The Voice, they they pick the people who have good backstories, you know. Um, and I think the same thing going to radio and and a lot of the beginning having more opportunities that I think that you have such an incredible backstory that it gives you an advantage, you know, maybe over someone who has lots of money well, and just puts they, the music they, they out. they
3: want interest. Because
2: you're an interest story, a human interest story, you know, and human interest stories are what people like.
3: The, human interest sells all the time. That's why our people in the chat room wanted to know more about what inspired you, and what made you change your whole course of life? And you have to give those answers. You just can't go out and say, "I lived in a box, and then I became a famous singer." You know. Well, what the hell happened between the box and the singing? Right. So that makes you interesting, and it gives you, as Jimmy said, a good backstory. But uh, I'm glad for you, and I'm happy for you, and I know you're happy now, and you're on you're on your way to great success because, from what Chad said, I mean, he never says that. <laughs> That good stuff. About. I think we've had about eight country singers <laughs> yeah, on and and, and, he's, and he's five never, of them he doesn't say a word. <laughs> he's never said it he's never said he tapped his foot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's a biggie for Chad. Yeah. Tapping his foot is a biggie. Thank you, Chad. That, hey well, you send me the address. Super duper I'll, one. I'll get a
8: care package to you guys so you can slide that, that C D in the C D in the in the
3: vehicle.
7: You crank that
3: up. You crank it up in the truck. Because, unfortunately, we don't hear the music. Florida, for some reason, they send us, you know, we transmit from Florida. They haven't figured out a way yet to send us the music. (laughs) We have everything We used to be able to hear it. We we did. And then something happened. Yeah, what
2: happened with that, you know? Don't bring
4: that up. I don't know what happened. Computers are computers, and we deal with what we deal with, so.
3: Sometimes we can hear it and sometimes I not. I feel but. badly. Be- bad or badly? Bad. Badly? Bad? No, bad.
4: Because you don't do your homework. and You just want to hear it loud. I, I, I know. It.
2: I've listened, no,
3: I no, have no. listened to you, Hell, I'm
2: Just Me about 60 times yeah, this week. Yeah, I understand. So. Yeah, but,
4: <laughs> that's Ron's thing, but, but, though. Chad I, Chad. I understand. I understand.
3: <laughs> the success to my interviewing <laughs> for so many years is I never research we got any of my guests. Right. Because then the questions become corny and boring like everybody else. Yes, got I ask whatever I, whatever comes into this demented. I like brainer.
4: that about you, Ron.
3: <laughs> you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I never research.
2: So you guys, this is Hub Reynolds. You guys, he is going to be the next big. It might take a. It might might not happen tomorrow, but he's going to be one of the next big country superstars. You're going to see him on CMA and and all kinds of stuff. He's going to be performing. You want to um. So to let us know, is Hell? I'm just me. Is it available to download everywhere?
8: Yes, it's available uh, to download pretty much everywhere. CD baby is the quickest, easiest way to get it. And I have been reinvited to go back up to the c m a s for two thousand and eighteen. I got that invitation to come back for that a uh, festival, so I'll be up there in Nashville during then and uh still working and marketing and getting the music composed and pushing what, ahead
2: like I know how much work it is to market something on your own because i I do that with our show, and, and oh yeah we're like seven years I think into it, and it took it took a long time. You know, really to get to get it down. And so the fact that you're doing it by yourself uh, and you're starting to really get a lot of people to take notice is is a is a tribute to you because I I actually know how hard that actually is to do. And um, so we want to say congratulations on that. And, and we'll
3: see you at the Country Music Awards. And
2: everybody says that they love the way that Ron's questions are all real in the chat room because you don't, you don't know who the people are. Yeah.
3: No, because once you know who they I mean, look, the, the famous people that come on that are friends of mine, I can't help it. I know them socially. I know they're bullshit. But when, when, if I researched him, it wouldn't come off like it comes off. Because my feel. see, my, I like to feel like we're in a kitchen right now. With Entman's crumb cake and coffee, <laughs> right. and there's nobody around, and you just talk like buddies do, and that's how I've always interviewed great legends of Hollywood. Lauren Bacall, I mean, Cliff Robertson, big movie stars, Academy Award winners. I interviewed them the same way. I never did that hot Miss Lauren and all that shit. Hey, Lauren, what's going on? You know, and that's what people want. People want to hear the nitty-gritty. They don't want to hear the publicity. They don't want to hear you brag about all the bullshit you got. They want to know who are you, what are you all about, how did you get there, and how come I'm not you? And how come I'm I'm, I'm not a (laughs) singer like you? People want to know that. What the hell did you do to make you so special that you're going to win all kinds of Grammy Awards? That's what people want to know. They don't want to know the other bullshit. And that's what made me a very successful interview with, like, a hundred years.
2: I, I think that, that you're, things are going to be very fabulous for you, you guys. Um, please, you guys, he is an indie artist, and so if you can download Hell, I'm Just Me, every, every little thing helps because... Uh, Putting out three albums costs lots of money, and everything costs money
3: in this business. Money isn't the word.
2: (laughs) Like, lots of money, and Mm. so uh, if you're a a record label listening and you're a really big one and you want to, like, do some sponsorships or sign him for some big money, uh, you'd be smart to do so. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Hub Reynolds Jr. His Facebook page, I think, is also Hub Reynolds Jr., isn't it, Hub?
7: Yes,
2: yes. Absolutely. Um, And uh, definitely get the song, Hell, I'm Just Me, and... Uh, follow him on Twitter you guys. He's super nice on Twitter. He follows back. He, he everybody in the chat room uh, uh, Loves everything I've even got Hannah Clive in uh, In in the UK send to share stuff with her and she's happy to share it for you. She's at Hannah Clive on Twitter. She says if you uh, uh, She's a great backing vocalist and a great indie artist also And uh, we had her on the show a couple weeks ago and on our Christmas show, but everybody in the chat room loves it and uh I, I think that you're going to be very successful, and again, you know, everybody who like follows me on Twitter and stuff, we're, we're all about helping support you uh, and getting to the next level, and we want to thank you for coming on the
3: show. And what I've got to say is, a lot of people are born into success, third generation, second generation. My respect for you is far higher than any of them, because you have been in hell, and, and you got out of hell, and now you're going to skyrocket up to fame. So my friend, hats off to you and my greatest respect to who you are and what you're doing. And I wish you the best success. And I hope one day to meet you and you say, excuse me, but I don't know you. So I can punch you in the face.
8: (laughs) No, thank you very much. Ron, when I see you, I'm going to go. There's that little Gambino guy. <laughs> I love him. He looks like the Gambino guy. So yeah, I can't wait to see you guys. And I'm we,
3: gonna send will. You we uh, will come to hear you play in L.A. Yeah. We will come. We will come. I'm I'm serious. We will. Start. We go to all our people. We go to concerts. We're going to one Friday. We have two girls that we love. Uh, alternate, alternate next Friday and right. and next friday we are going to the we got to go show. we got to
2: go it's 450 okay so. got to go you, thank
3: uh, you jimmy god bless you Thanks. and all that you do
2: bye. Bye, be in
3: bye, touch. bye 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 Alright
2: everybody and anybody else if you need backing vocals for anybody, Hannah Hannah Clive is a great singer and she's done backing vocals for Ray Charles. So if you need her, follow her on Twitter at Hannah Clive Chad, thank you so much. Chat room, everybody, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week and have a fabulous weekend. Bye-bye. Bye everybody.
1: are we gonna be Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC, you can't trust me, big up the girls inside the party Let's get down to crazy Jimmy, big up myself and all as I'll The one and only the Turkish MC Always love like the clothes of Jimmy, bitch, I'm your one and only Jimmy stuck, new celebrity We'll take you out to Jimmy's stars, He'll dress you right, y'all feel like a star We'll hook you up, now you'll See Your game is tight, gonna get laid tonight You need, you need, Jimmy Star, Jimmy Star You need, you need, Jimmy Star, Jimmy Star One day I was walking down the street My mate come up to me and said, Hey mate, wanna go to a Party, party,
7: party